Welcome to Truth Triumphant Radio. I'm your host, Cody Mori, and today I wanted to discuss a little bit of items considering the vaccines and um, the different variants that are coming out, and a little bit about Dr. Artis. Dr. Artis, for many of you, many of you have recognized that name. He's one of the many uh, of the maligned doctors that have been canceled and censored off of the mainstream social media platforms. It's for that reason that this podcast will not be going up on YouTube. We can't risk the entire channel because it's likely going to be taken down because Dr. Artis is such an, a threat and enemy to uh, the mainstream narrative that it would it would almost certainly be taken down as soon as we posted it so we're not going to be posted on YouTube but it will be available on Spotify unless they take it down they have given me no reason to not post anything there so we're gonna continue to post there it should be on Spotify uh, Apple podcasts and anchor as well as a few other uh, podcast app platforms but if you're watching this um, if you're watching this through video format, which we don't really have a video, we just have a picture that shows it's it is a a, a recording um, auto audio recording. But if you're watching it through through a video streaming service like like Rumble, like BitChute or something like that, this will be available on Rumble specifically, perhaps Brighton as well. But we are going to try to make our our network uh, wider and wider as we continue uh, throughout and try to navigate as many open doors as possible while these insane censorship things are going on so first I wanted to I wanted to start off with a quote from Mrs. White because I think it's important for us to remember uh, all of us who are the watchmen on the walls of Zion, all of us who are watching the things that are going on right now, to make sure that we understand who the Holy Spirit has identified as the problem or as the the enemy in the world. And if you go to Great Controversy, Great Controversy was the book specially commissioned by God to be part of the last day message more so than at least from it's at least my understanding is more so than some of the other books including you know uh, some of the other conflict of the ages series I think all of them are extremely important but I think I think great controversy because of what ha surrounded mrs. White's life at that time and how she was attacked so much during the writing of that uh, I, I've always had it understood that that when it comes to evangelism and getting out to the last day message that the great controversy was was exalted a little higher than its other peers now with that said I, I will say I love the book uh, the desire of ages I think it's one of the best books ever written period I also think that about the great controversy I think that about patriarchs and prophets prophets and kings and of course Acts of the Apostles there's some great information there that you don't see anywhere else some of the things that happened with Nero and things like that however uh, when talking about evangelism and in particular the 1911 great controversy 
was specially talked about by Mrs. White about how hopeful she was that the entire world would get it into their hands and read it. So uh, I do think that it has a prominent position. So with that said, I think it's important for us to remember that when Mrs. White starts naming names, or rather really the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit starts naming names in that book, The Great Controversy, that means that that is the names of the enemies that you should really be worried about. So there are a lot of voices out there. There are a lot of different people saying a lot of different things, a lot of different groups saying different things that I think we gain a lot of perspective by looking at the great controversy. So for instance, a, a lot of people are talking about how the Freemasons are really behind all of this. And that's not not true, but that's not exactly 100% accurate. It's, it's not wrong. It's just not right. It's, it's, like, it's like identifying the tentacle when there's the rest of the octopus to be seen. All right, and, and that's people, people can do this with the, the quote-unquote Jews or the Rothschild banking dynasty, you know, individuals like George Soros and, and the Rothschild's family and the Rockefellers and on and on. You could look at the Council on Foreign Relations and see what they've done over the years. You could look at the Bilderberg Group. There's many groups that we could look at and see that have played a role in some of the things that are going on right now. However, however, these groups are not named by name in the Great Controversy. Mrs. White points out specifically the Pope of Rome, and then she makes this comment, which you can find on the Great Controversy, in the Great Controversy, page 234, and it says this, Throughout Christendom, Protestantism was menaced by formidable foes. The first triumphs of the Reformation passed, Rome summoned new forces hoping to accomplish its destruction. At this time, the order of the Jesuits was created. The most cruel, the most cruel, unscrupulous, and powerful of all the champions of potpourri, cut off from earthly ties and human interests, dead to the claims of natural affection, reason and conscience, wholly silenced. They knew no rule, no tie, but that of their order, and no duty but to extend its power. The gospel of Christ had enabled its adherents to meet danger and endure suffering, undismayed by cold, hunger, toil, and poverty to uphold the banner of truth in the face of the rack, the dungeon, and the stake. To combat these forces, Jesuitism inspired its followers with a fanaticism that enabled them to endure like dangers and to oppose to the power of truth all the weapons of deception. There was no crime too great for them to commit, no deception too base for them to practice, no disguise too difficult for them to assume. Vowed to perpetual poverty and humility, it was their studied aim to secure wealth and power, to be devoted to the overthrow of Protestantism and the reestablishment of papal supremacy. So, folks, we got to pay attention to that. When, when the Holy Spirit says 
this was the most cruel, unscrupulous, and most powerful of all the champions of Potpourri. We know Potpourri is the Antichrist. So if this is her most powerful champion, then if so facto, this is the group that we need to be looking out for, Rome and the Jesuits. Of course, of course Rome operates not just through the Jesuits. They operate through the Jesuits and through Freemasonry, through the international bankers, through the Bilderbergers, through the Illuminati, through the CFR and the Trilateral Commission, and the list goes on and on. Uh, Communist Party in China. They operate through all of these groups. However, when you trace it back, it is primarily the movers and shakers of these, these things that are going on that seem unrelated to each other. It's the Jesuit order and the Roman Catholic Church. That's what the Holy Spirit tells us in the Great Controversy, and that's what we can see with a correct lens of conspiratorial understanding of history, which is the accurate understanding of history. And so that will settle all the debates. And it is for that reason that I bring it up, and it'll all make sense as, as we look at some of these quotes. I first want to talk about some of the stuff going on with the different variants and all this nonsense about about vaccine, the necessitating of, of needing boosters and these things that they're talking about with all these different variants of the same so-called virus. And I looked at a recently a documentary called Planet Lockdown. And right around the 36-minute mark, we have an individual named Michael Yeadon he was a former chief scientific officer and vice president of Pfizer, former vice president of Pfizer. He's, he says that the whole idea of different variants needing new vaccines is just nonsense. And he's, this is what he cites for the science behind it. Listen. You've been infected, you'll mostly survive unless you're very close to death anyway. You're then immune probably for decades, possibly for life. It's not true that, that uh, the va variants represent any kind of threat. It's not true that you need a top-up vaccine. Most of you don't need a vaccine at all. It's quite normal for RNA viruses like SARS-CoV-2 when it replicates to make typographical errors. That's what it does, typos. And those are called variants. Um, but it's really important that you know that if you, if you find the variant that's most different from the sequence identified in Wuhan, uh, that that variant, the most distant, is only 0.3% different from the original sequence. There were some experiments done last year where they found people who had been infected by SARS 17 years earlier and asked them to donate blood, and they did. A 20% difference was not enough to kid these people's immune system, that it was a new virus. They easily recognised it as a sibling, a brother, a cousin of something they'd conquered already. It's simply not true that the variants that it throws off as it replicates are sufficiently different from each other to represent any threat at all. It's not even unlikely, it's impossible. When your government scientists tell you that a variant that's 0.3% different from SARS could masquerade as a new virus and be a threat to your health, you should know, and I'm telling you, they are lying. If they're lying, and they are, why is the pharmaceutical industry making top-up vaccines? Wow, so quite interesting there. It, 
it makes a great solid argument there for natural immunity, which uh, Dr. Artis also backs. Um, but again, that was Michael Yeadon, and he's the former uh, chief scientific, scientific officer and vice president of Pfizer. Uh, and that's uh, in a documentary called Planet Lockdowns, available on Rumble. You can check it out uh, at the 36-minute mark. A lot of it's not going to have uh, too much information that you don't already know. However, I just thought it was very interesting with all these uh, different variants and, and, and all these ne necessitating new booster shots and these different vaccines and negating natural immunity. Um, he clearly shows that he makes the case there that the, the different variations are like minute details. I mean, the different variations, they, 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 they're changes in the replication of the so-called virus um, and the difference is like 0.3%, I believe he said. So if you have natural immunity, if you've learned to fight that off, right? I mean, it's just like anything else. If you learn to fight it off, then you don't, you, you don't, you're going to be safe against the different variants that come out. So when these governments come out and say, oh, we got a new variant, we need a new vaccine, and we need to reinstate lockdowns, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Really, all they're doing is having a power grab um, and seizing more control and implementing a new phase of the New World Order. It's just like what's going on right now in Shanghai in China. Now, China has never been a um, non-persecuting power of its people. However, Shanghai has never been... Has, you got 26 million people locked down there. They kill their pets in the streets. They're sending people to internment camps. Um, it, it's it's sick what's going on. But that brings us over to Dr. Artis. Now, Dr. Artis, again, he's one of these maligned, uh, one of these maligned doctors who actually treats who treats COVID patients has been treating COVID patients since the beginning. He's been very critical uh, about remdesivir and the problems with that. Pastor Bill Hughes and I discussed that a little bit in our one of our other talks about Fauci and how it had a 56% uh, rating where it was killing people and they had to they had to discontinue it and it was originally created for Ebola. So Dr. Artis, he goes over a lot of that stuff himself and Dr. Artis, he's like Dr. Uh, Peter McCullough, he's like t uh, Dr. Pierre Corey, uh, Mercola, uh, Kirsch, uh, Merrick, a lot of these guys that have been maligned and censored on many mainstream platforms, uh, but they've been continuing to follow the science as best they can. They don't always agree with each other, uh, but they've continued to follow the science as best they can, and they are boots on the deck actually treating patients. So I find it interesting that this man, Dr. Artis, who's been looking at this, he went on back in February, February 10th, of this year 2022 he went on the JD Rucker show and right around the 37 minute mark he talks about how it is the Jesuits and the Pope of Rome that is responsible for everything surrounding COVID the vaccines the original gain-of-function all of it all of it they're all responsible and in a way this kind of caveats off of our last week discussion about Trump because he also says that Trump was involved. Now, this is somebody who's voted for Trump twice. 
and he says he thinks Trump is involved as well. So let's take a look at that clip. Listen. All right, so uh, I'll just tell you, people ask me, have started to ask me, well, who's behind all this? Why do you think that they would be so evil? Is Fauci evil, really? Does he really want to murder people? Joe Biden really want to murder people? Uh, yeah, they do, actually. It's obvious they do. Or they wouldn't be so coercive. They wouldn't be so bullying. They wouldn't be so threatening to take your livelihood from you or to take your ability to travel from you without getting the shots. That's not love. It's not consideration for your life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Uh, you can't even pursue happiness if you're dead. So lay off the shots and don't use them. So anyway, I actually think that this is way bigger than our federal health agencies and our, and our president right now and our past president. But I do think they're all being influenced by the same organization that is orchestrating this entire plan. I actually think, and I'm hoping, I'm very hopeful that they're not going to win, actually. Uh, but I have to tell you, uh, but I am concerned that no one is acknowledging who the real threat is. I actually think, uh, and it's, it's not to, like I'm just making this up. I'm just going to tell you as much rap, as much research as I do, as much looking into individuals and what they're saying, watch what they're saying, and then see who else is also saying the same thing. I actually think the Roman Catholic Church and the Pope, Pope Francis, is over this entire thing. And I think he's manipulating, controlling the entire narrative. I think he's got Anthony Fauci in his pocket. I think he's got Joe Biden, Donald Trump, uh, Francis Collins. I think all of them are being controlled by a division of the Roman Catholic Church called the Order of the Jesuits whose sole mission for the last 200 years I'm aware of, since 1857, they have been plotting to destroy the Constitution of the United States as the one last stronghold of a country that preserves and protects religious freedoms. And I think they want to, I think they've been plotting this whole time in many ways, either through wars, now through famine, now through uh, pandemics of a virus. I think it has been a, a complete attempt of them to destroy the Constitution of the United States from within, to destroy the borders, to reduce, which is what they've said. We also have to reduce militaries of all countries, demolish all borders of countries so we can create a one world religion with the Pope as the one world leader. Uh, and if you are not listening to what Joe Biden said, what Anthony Fauci is saying, what Walensky at the CDC is saying, what Donald Trump is saying, they're all saying the same thing. And they're all doing the same thing. <laughs> they are pushing for vaccines, and then following what the Pope said, that it's important for us last month, just so you know, December, sorry, December 2021, the Pope came out and said, who is a Jesuit Pope for the first time in Roman Catholic history, this Jesuit Pope, Pope Francis said, there's only two things the world needs right now. The world needs to defund all of their militaries and reduce their personnel. And then the second thing the whole world needs is more vaccinations. Uh, well, what is Joe Biden doing? Joe Biden is absolutely showing you, we'll just remove the military from Afghanistan. We will threaten mandates on the military. Who cares if 200,000 of them say they're going to walk off? This is reducing military. This is what he's doing. This is the attempt to do it. He opened up the borders, letting people flood in. It's exactly what the Pope and the Roman Catholic Church have always wanted. So, um, And if you don't realize what the religion of Mexico is, who's flooding our borders right now from the south, it is Catholic. In the Catholic doctrines, they have stated that we need to flood America with Catholics. And we need to put Jesuits in position of political power in the government 
to destroy the Constitution from within. This is since 1857, by the way. Now, Anthony Fauci went to a Jesuit high school and a Jesuit college. So did Joe Biden. He went to Fordham University. So did Donald Trump. He went to Fordham University, too, and the University of Pennsylvania, which are both mega Jesuit universities. Francis Collins in 2015, who's Anthony Fauci's boss, was flown to Rome. And Pope Francis actually made him chair over the Papacy's Science Academy of the World in Rome. That's Anthony Fauci's boss. All right. If you don't see the connection and the ties to the Pope and these guys in the Jesuit order, whose whole mission has been since the 1500s with Loyola, who set it up, the order of the Jesuits, it has been to create a one world religion, a one world government with the Pope at the head. And uh, anyway, that is uh, that to me is who's in charge and no one's really acknowledging it. But uh, I absolutely believe if you just listen to what they're saying, and I'll, I'll just say right now, people talk about how much they love Donald Trump and they think he's going to save this country. Uh, when they come out, if you haven't listened to him lately, it's been driving me nuts because I voted for him twice and thought he was what I thought he was. I think he's just a part of this whole script that they're being given to create mass confusion and civil war in the country. That's what they're doing. That's what Donald Trump and this guy are doing, Joe Biden and his administration. But when he says no mandates, and that gets people excited here, that we should have no mandates, the mandates on the vaccines are bad. But in the same vein, he says his shots have saved millions of people's lives around the world. That's what he says when we know they haven't. They haven't done that at all. But when he says that, these two things, the vaccines work and no mandates, people get excited about that. And they're like, somebody needs to get to Donald Trump to wake him up about the dangers of the vaccines. He's at least right about the mandates. And I go just like this, really? Uh, do you not remember someone else said the same damn thing right before he went into office? Joe Biden said the vaccines work, but we're not going to have any mandates. And then he got in office and what did he do? Lockdowns, mandates. I mean, it's what he did on all the vaccines. You just have to understand this is a script. They're both saying the same thing. While Donald Trump is not in the position of being the president, I believe he's being told what to say to get people to like him, vote for him. And I absolutely believe that he's been put into a position to discuss these things right now over the last few months because Joe Biden's administration has not been able to get the majority of America to comply. So they had to enact Donald Trump to get the other 50% of the country to comply and go along with the vaccine. So what does he say? He actually says, I got the vaccines and the boosters. And then he shuns people in audiences when they say boo. He's like, oh, no, no, that's just a fringe group over there booing the boosters. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, no, no. This is disgusting. We know these shots are dangerous. Cardiologists, epidemiologists all know these are dangerous. Pathologists have already confirmed they're super dangerous. They're causing more cancers, heart disease, death among young. This is not saving us. It is horrific. So I would just tell everybody, be leery of those who say, anybody who says these shots are safe and effective and you should get them, you should avoid and not trust them. Because number one, they're either not looking at the science or the data, refuse to, or they're flat out lying to you. <laughs> so there's really no other way around it. So uh, I would trust, and I would say this, many audiences will ask me, why is Donald Trump saying the vaccines work? And why is he saying no to the mandates but the vaccines work? Even when we know now, two years later, they don't, or a year and a half later, they don't. And this is what I say, and I'll say it to your audiences. Please don't put your faith in medicine and healthcare in politicians. Th these, are, these aren't medical doctors. 
They're not healthcare doctors of any kind. Donald Trump has never been to a continuing education class, for crying out loud, on healthcare. He's a businessman. He doesn't know anything about health. Why would you listen to anybody in a position of government, a governor, putting down mandates around health when they know nothing about health? I mean, they don't. I would just resist them and not talk to them. I would only listen to healthcare professionals. I would listen to healthcare professionals who are actually treating COVID-19 patients. Anthony Fauci has never treated one. So why would you listen to him about what works and doesn't work? Dr. Peter McCullough has, Dr. Stella Emanuel has, uh, Simone Gold has, Dr. Ben Marble has, Dr. Ryan Cole has, Dr. Pierre Corey has, Dr. Paul Merrick has. These are all doctors who are treating patients, seeing early treatments work better than hospital protocols and way better than vaccines. Why does anybody go like this? I should trust the president of the United States or Walensky at the CDC, who's not a doctor. Why should I trust or medical doctor treating any patients? And why should I trust anybody, a governor of any kind or any politician who's not a medical doctor treating patients for COVID-19? Why would you listen to anything, any of them in the ways of health? I would ignore all of them. Then I would ask you, when the Pope says what the world needs is more vaccines, do you think the Pope's a medical doctor or has ever treated at the bedside anybody who's ever been sick in their entire life? No. And if, I, and if I had something to say to the Pope, hey, Pope, supposedly you believe that God, Jesus Christ, Mary, whoever, they can still provide miracles to the earth and heal people. Why don't you just talk about prayer and anything spiritual and religious versus anything medicinal and scientific? Stay away from the drugs. Stay away from vaccines. You have no expertise on those topics. And neither does Donald Trump, neither does Joe Biden. Anthony Fauci definitely doesn't. He hasn't treated any COVID-19 patients. Please put your faith in those healthcare professionals that are treating and taking care of COVID patients and seeing what works and doesn't work. Listen to those guys. They know more about health than anybody else. How about that? Wow, there you have it. it actually, he goes on for a little bit longer, but uh, I didn't want to have the, uh, the clip be too long. That was a little bit over 10 minutes, so... Um, however, Dr. Artis, quite interesting, folks. You hear the stones crying out, and there's nothing that he said that doesn't agree with what the great controversy is telling us. So this is an example of the stones crying out, folks. And, and Dr. Artis, uh, who has talked about recently a, a lot about his relationship with God and how God's been leading him and stuff like that, and, and when someone starts to connect the dots and put the puzzle pieces together and he sees uh, the role of the Jesuit order and the role of the papacy in all of this, then I begin to, my ears begin to uh, perk up because I know that the Lord is leading this person. Now, with that said, he has come out recently with a, and it's just a couple days ago, uh, less than a week ago, he came out with a video uh, called Watch the Water. It's an interview between him and Stu Peters. And also he has another interview, uh, which is a little bit longer. The, the Watch the Water is about an hour long. He also has another interview right around the same time, just either about a week ago or just under a week, where he talks with Mike Adams, the, uh, the founder, CEO of Brighton, and they talk about what's going what's really going on with COVID-19 and what's going on with the vaccines now uh, the things that he says in there I don't know 100% and I've watched I've watched both of those uh, takes 
I do think he's on to something. I do think he's on to something. He points out in those videos that there's uh, the gain-of-function research that was going on in Wuhan. What they were gain-of-functioning was not a coronavirus, but snake venom. And they were using this uh, in the water in the water treatment facilities that they that were going out to the major cities, which really again fits with what Mrs. White tell, told us about uh, needing to get out of the cities. Do I fully understand this enough to say that you know I agree with what he's saying? Uh, no, I can't say that yet. I would have to uh, study it out more. However, I do think he's on to something. I do think the Lord is leading him. And if you are interested in seeing that, watch the water. It's available on Rumble, and it's an inter again, it's an interview between him and Stu Peters, and also the other interview on Brighton is available uh, between his interview with Mike Adams, and he goes a lot more into detail with the science um, on the possibility of of not only the COVID nineteen being gain of function research for for um, snake venom but the fact that the vaccines the mrna vaccines would be teaching our bodies to create the the spike protein that's in the snake venom where your own body will be creating snake venom so again does this have does this something that i i would say i believe this this is true and everybody needs to know this uh no i can't say that quite yet i'm not i'm not but I do think that he's on to something, and I do think that the Lord is leading him. So if you guys want to check that out, go ahead and check that out. Uh, but that's all, that's all we have for time today. I'm Cody Moore. You've been listening to Truth Triumphant Radio. We'll catch you next time. God bless.